Hey, thanks for checking out the gigantic adventures of Jeff and Simon, a family-friendly actual play podcast. Last time, Jeff, Simon, and Ferator had their meeting with Kashtar, the god of life, cut short by the arrival of a smoke-oozing vulture. They quickly snapped up Cash and the glowing speck hidden inside, and fled down Mount Darkleaf. The vulture chased them through a thick forest where they eventually evaded it and earned themselves a rest. <laughs> um, did y'all, uh, did you do some leveling up and, and what did you do? What did you add? I went all spades, combat, bruh. <laughs> you chucked 20 straight into spades. Yeah. You can't. It's a maximum of six. All right, sorry. Well, well I've gone, I'm up to six on spades then and then I'll go one more onto clubs. <laughs> and is that I was never going to be the sharpest tool on the shed, so I might as well be buff. <laughs> I just love the idea points? that he's so far in spades that he just moves just everywhere. <laughs> it's like the Flash. So did you spend all 20 points? Um, yes. So okay. 7, 7, 14. Yeah. You didn't want to like, go up in swashbuckling or anything? Um, yeah, so I did one more in swashbuckling. Sorry, I'm just um, clicking to my thing. So clubs are up to three and swashbuckling would be a plus four. Five now because it was plus four last time. Sweet. Um, and Jules, you, what did you do? I pumped my spades up to six now, which is fun. So I've got clubs five, diamond six, spade six, heart four, which is pretty cool. I um, I put like some points into my skills that I had already, like a couple into picking. A couple into searching and quite a lot into aerobatics because I like aerobatics. It's fun. Um, and then I gave myself a new skill of swimming because oh. I thought that was story appropriate. Yeah, he's gone for a dunk. <laughs> yeah, so he has one point now in swimming. Okay, part kingfisher. Yeah, part yeah, yeah. Pi- part pigeon, part kingfisher. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, th- I just thought that one was story appropriate when I realized I had the right amount of points to do that left yeah. with. I was like, yeah, yeah that's enough. what I'm doing. <laughs> um, and Sam, what did you do for Ferritor? Um, I used 13 points to give him the spade bonus of loyalty. Because nice. I felt that was story appropriate. Yep. Mm. And then I just added one to everything else. <laughs> oh, okay. So spades and clubs went up by one. I left um, diamonds and hearts, and then low to the ground, boing, prey, and manimal hands all have an extra one on top of them. Wow. Nice. I, yeah, <laughs> that, 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 I, I'm not quite sure what I expected from all of you, but... Uh, <laughs> I was tempted to go six and boing. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Like, I've got, like, six in picking, six in aerobatics, and six in searching now. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm like real up. happy about it. I, but I, I've got yeah. like I've still got one random point magician from like the start, which I really enjoy. <laughs> he could still do some mean card tricks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was tempted to do something like that, 
but uh, when I was, because I read into the speed bonus, um, the loyalty plus one basically means that every time I'm aiding you guys, which I've been doing normally anyway, um, mm. instead of having a minus being passed on anyway, I essentially will always be giving you guys a plus one. It just potentially has a plus four onto it instead of a plus one. So it's just like, yep, I like that. Fun. That sounds good. Cool. Right. Do you guys want to crack on with this adventure? Sure thing. Hey, hey, Brad. What happened last yeah. time? Yeah, I was gonna say, don't tell the listeners this, but I mean, you're probably just gonna leave this part in. But we haven't played in a while. Yeah, it's been like two <laughs> months. So, you know, the weird thing is, it's almost like um, the DM knew that, or the game master knew that, and wrote uh, a succinct uh, summary of what happened last time. Oh, I like it. It's like the DM's like real smart and stuff. <laughs> that's that's not what's happening. But um, cool. So, as a refresher, here we go. Um, so last time, Jeff, Simon, and Ferritor uh, successfully evaded a smoke oozing vulture using a combination of quick moves, dashing, bravery, and camouflage in a forest high up on Mount Darkleaf. This was following your meeting with Kashtar, the god of life, uh, who informed you that the uh, that Kash, the me- talking metallic seed thing, uh, actually contains a speck of energy that holds the power of creation itself. Um, Kashtar told you that only Jeff and Simon can touch the speck and use it to destroy the dark force that has been corrupting the realm for far too long, uh, which you know is a demon called Wither. Um, she said that the spec will be at its most effective um, deep within the roots of the life tree in the far northeast and at the point where you had just finished evading that smoky oozy vulture um, it was evening and I think Simon even said uh, he goes straight to sleep on a branch so if we're all sleeping up in a tree we will start um, the next morning Perfect. Okay, so everyone has a full uh, 20 health. Nice. And you wake up in the morning. It's a lovely sunny day high atop Mount Darkleaf in this forest. What do you do? Um, I was just going to say, Ferrator is just going to immediately awaken and take in his surroundings. Okay. Uh, your surroundings are just a forest. Pretty nondescript. Oh, okay. No, no, Describe it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now there's nondescript. Lots of green, uh, lots of branches. Um, you can hear the faint sound of um, birds of morning birdsong. Um, and what the shape of the leaves? Chirping insects. The leaves are sort of spade-shaped, like um, on a deck of cards, funnily enough. Ooh. I like it. Spade leaves. And it, the leaves are giving off a very refreshing, summery aroma. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> a summery amo- aroma, so it's like quite short and to the point. And so it recaps all other smells. <laughs> yes, it's a very sharp smell. All right, good. Summery. I know what you mean. <clears throat> I, get, I get puns. I get puns. Simon sort of shakes his feathers out a little bit after you know a hard ride the other day and and sort of plucks a few 
loose kind of feathers out, throws them over the the branch and sort of, you know, preens himself a bit as he's doing it, essentially giving himself a bird bath. Jeff uh, Ray's is going to, to wake up, stretch, uh, yawn, uh, and and just check over his gear, maybe give his, his saber a couple of licks of the whetstone and um, sort of nonchalantly look out into the horizon, just wistfully thinking of adventures to come that'll make him look super cool and everyone will like him. Okay. Adventure! <laughs> um... Yeah, so Jeff, as you watch the uh, the sunrise on the eastern horizon, as the, <laughs> as the day's light grows, there we go. Try and be poetic. Yeah. As, as the day's light grows, you do notice um, the thick, rich forests of the east that are at least two days' flight from your current position. Two days' flight. Okay. Ferritor will suddenly appear next to Jeffrey with a mandible full of bugs and offer him. A bug and go breakfast. Uh, Jeffrey will nonchalantly take a bug and snack on it thoughtfully. He'll then look out and go. Ah, uh, how long? Um, how long until what, good sir? Till we leave. Um, well, I mean that's entirely up to our our you know feathered conveyance. And he's he's just sort of you know doing the last bits of preening as he sort of checks over himself and he's like well I am almost ready we have a mission yes of course Carator will then wander over and offer a bug to Simon Simon gratefully snaps up the bug and just kind of oh. ah. uh, and then there's just a whole bunch of undecidable sort of noises and things coming from Ferator as he seems to be talking to himself <laughs> uh, Jeffrey sidles over to Simon and sort of cocks an ear and goes are we quite sure in our companionship here and Simon turns to Jeffrey and is like well if he's not useful and he eyes him again out the side of his face he would be quite delicious <laughs> I've just been thinking myself as well he would make quite the fetching coat <laughs> <laughs> Ferritor pops in between the two of you and says, Yes, my coat is quite fetching. <laughs> Simon sort of sniffs him a little. <laughs> yes, he smells of tree sap. <laughs> smells useful. <laughs> anyway, shall we go? Yes, hickory smoked. Hickory smoked. <laughs> anyway, yes. Um, and Jeffrey prepares to depart. He, he smells useful. <laughs> yep. Can I add a new skill and just be smells useful? <laughs> y'all, y'all are weird. Um, Simon just briefly kind of gives the the saddle mount a tug, making sure it's still nice and tight, you know, yep. and and sort of wiggles it a little bit to make sure it's still on properly. And then sort of, all right, all aboard. <laughs> there is a boing noise as Ferritor appears on your back. Do you want to flip a boing to see how well you boing onto his back? <laughs> okay. Seven of hearts. Plus three for boing. It's ten. <laughs> okay. uh, plus, plus your club stat as well. 
Oh, and club. Oh, 15 then. Yeah. No, yeah, you, you're born like a pro. You, you just appear either on or right next to the saddle. And Jeff, do you mount Simon? Weird sentence. Oh, wow. Uh, he does. He um, pops up onto the onto the back with a, with a flourishing flip. Okay. Do you want to flip for that? I absolutely do. Bang. Uh, 9-0 clubs. So um, we're looking at a 12, but clubs. Okay. Uh, yeah, you do a pretty impressive uh, flip to get onto the saddle, but you land exactly on the saddle, and it kind of hurts your backside. <laughs> Parasol turns around and claps. That's how a praying mantis would clap. <laughs> six sets of hands clapping. <laughs> it's like one of those people who do like the knee slap things. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the spoons. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, you've had breakfast. You are now flight ready. Do you begin your eastward adventure? Yeah, Simon says, "Hold on," and then just sort of, kind of launches himself off the branch, sort of like taking a dive initially. So just kind of letting himself plummet a little bit, turning it around, and then shooting off into the air eastwards towards the you know tree power towards mandibles to start going away from the hands in the air like he's on a roller coaster of some kind <laughs> hooray <laughs> less frightening this time <laughs> what follows is a whole day of flying over um, the desert of seeds which as you will remember is just a giant expanse of um, like little tiny stone pebbles that look like seeds and I'd like to look for my boat uh, your my, boat, your my, boat. My, one of my leaf boats. Yeah. One of my many leaf boats. The one you left behind is too far south for you to see from here. Ah. And uh, yeah, and so at the end of that day of flight, you would find a camp, uh, or find a way to camp, or something, or amongst the seeds. So if you want to tell me how you might do that, uh, is there a particularly large seed? <laughs> uh, no, they're all pretty. They're all pretty much equal in size. But to us, how large would they be? Um, to you, they would be like the size of an apple in your hand. Oh wow! Okay, and it's otherwise featureless. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and uh, like little patches of weeds every now and then. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Ferator proceeds to grabbing the patches of weeds and starts weaving them together to create a weaved rope. Okay, that's a diamond flip for sharpness. Ah, it's a spade. 13. Okay, and there's no skills to add to that? Um, I'm low to the ground grabbing weeds. No. You... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you make a pretty passable rope out of weeds. I don't know what you're going to do with it. Um, I'm going to then proceed to start digging up some of the seeds to make a hole. Okay. And then part of the way through doing that, stop and turn over to Simon and go, Can you dig a hole here? Make a pile of the seeds there? Sort of indicating a hole and he wants a pile next to the hole. Okay. Uh, Simon just sort of shrugs and goes, Oh, uh, yes, if it will help. And he um, sort of flicks out his blades on his wings and kind of they like uses his wings to sort of shovel dirt nice good use of tools i like it 
And after the hole has been dug, Ferator will take his coat and his new newly created rope and sort of weave the rope through the coat and create a bivouac sort of tent system out of the hole in the ground. Okay, that's definitely okay, yeah. another diamond flip to see how <laughs> good or how not good your bivouac is. A five of spades. So that is a 11. Okay, it's not great. Um, it, oh. it will last most of the night, but partway through the night it will collapse. Actually, it's a 12 because I'm using my coat, but I don't think that would change it. <laughs> no. <laughs> one point i was i was gonna say can simon aid in any kind of way because he oh yeah helped yep dig you can, you or can, something yes you could try and aid another so just flip and tell me the suit okay. uh, jeffrey will not be aiding uh it's not the sort of thing that he likes to do digging is not a jeffrey activity it's not gentleman's work <laughs> no he's uh, cleaning his nails <laughs> apologies it's a club Okay, that is zero help. At least it's not a hindrance. <laughs> yep, so you it's try, cold in deserts. You try and help, and you, you're just sort of more of a nuisance than a help. Mm. Um, I'm like, maybe a feather. <laughs> Take a feather. And I'm like, tickling him with a feather. <laughs> <laughs> Massive, loud-pitched, eh! every time you tickle him. <laughs> um, Jeff, since you didn't help with the bivouac, do you still sleep in it come nightfall? Oh, Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, he'll be in the best spot. Right. Yeah. So all of you um, have a pretty uncomfortable night because partway through the night the bivouac collapses on you, <laughs> um, and you you just wake up and you're a little bit cranky and annoyed in the morning, and it's Ferator's fault. <laughs> <laughs> so you 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 awaken in the morning and Ferator has moved about half a foot away from you guys and he's now talking to Cash because he seems to be the only one communicating with him. My name is Cash. The creator already met you. I know. That was nice. Wither is death. My name is Cash. I am Ferator. I am intelligent sometimes. My name is Cash. And then they break. (laughs) My name is Ferator. My name is... It's just an infinite loop. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Simon's like, Do you know what people who build huts that collapse shouldn't do what's that further annoy the people they annoyed in the middle of the night do you know what's quite annoying my name is cash (laughs) cash everything you're doing right now please don't make me eat you i am quite hungry Ferator was just going to stand behind Cash and put his mandibles over Cash's sort of where the noise comes out from him. Shh! Simon wants to eat us. Shh! The pigeon wants to eat you. (laughs) That's a new one. (laughs) We have fun sometimes. Okay, and when you are ready to get onto your second day of flying, just let me know and we can do that. Um, grumpy and grumbly, um, Jeffrey's got the fur sticking up behind his ear, and um, he's going to sort of walk over and, and just sort of sit glumly in Simon's saddle. Harumph. Harumph, he seemed to say. Ferrator will bring over cash 
but he has now used what's left of the rope to tie up Cash so that Cash doesn't talk. <laughs> the sound just sort of emits from him. He doesn't have a mouth. <laughs> well, the more things that are around him, in theory, he might be quieter. I'll wrap him in a blanket. <laughs> like a little Cash. Um... A Cashew. A Cashew. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and Simon, uh, you determine what happens at takeoff. This time he sort of does it, but like a helicopter. You know, he's just like, like it's just kind of a gentle lift straight up into the air for a while until he sort of gets into the right height, and then he just goes, woof, and like <laughs> takes off. Cool, and I imagine the other two on your back are like, ah, like a sudden hit by G-force. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, grab the hat as it as it flies off Jeff's head. Um, Jeff grabs the hat. He's got whip sharp um, reactions when it comes to fashion. <laughs> Plus two to fashion reactions. Um, Plus two to fashion reactions. <laughs> Done. Uh, you fly for it's about half the day before the um, the desert uh, gives way to a forest. Um, so you leave the desert behind and you are suddenly over a very dense forest and you can see in the distance to directly to the east so the direction that you're already flying is a like a large sort of brown pointy structure sticking up out of the ground sort of like a spire that looks like it might be a tree root or something and as you slowly get closer to it uh, it, it becomes clear that this is definitely some kind of um, structure or inhabitants. And yeah, it reaches high into the sky and it, it has sort of like uh, veiny roots winding up its length, like sort of like a stairwell that feeds into what you then notice uh, is thousands and thousands of like tiny little doors and windows, almost like a skyscraper um, that you can enter from a large stairwell going up its outer face. Are there any dark, cloudy things in the area? Um, roll. Um, oh, roll. It's been so long since I've been suited. Flip. Um, diamond. <laughs> make a diamond flip to notice. That's a ten, but I flipped a diamond. Oh wow! Ten plus anything, or ten total score? Uh, it's oh, it's ten total. Okay. But it was it was, it was a four in diamonds, and I have six in diamond. Yeah. Okay. So you don't notice anything um, immediately in your surroundings, but you do see just a good spot atop that brown spire that might be good for landing. But you don't you don't see the thing you were looking out for. Ferator will tap Simon on the back of the neck to kind of get his attention. And go. Um. There's a spot just sort of over there. Um. Uh, up, up the right and then see look that way a little and he tries to point his mandible without getting in Simon's way of seeing yeah uh, Jeffrey um, wields his cutlass and says ha ha off we go and Simon you see Simon kind of turning his head around because you know pigeon's eyes are on either sides of their head which is quite inconvenient uh, and he, he finally spots what you're talking about and say like, oh yes there it is and sort of flaps down towards it yeah so yeah you approach and it's almost like uh like a helicopter landing pad atop a building 
Um, and so you land near the top of this really tall, pointy spire. And you do notice that it is indeed uh, either a tree or a tree root. And it's absolutely monstrous in size for a tree root. So whatever it is part of, you can ascertain the tree itself must be uh, very, very, very big. Is this the life tree? Um, well, you can make a diamond flip. Okay. Whoever wants to think about where they may or may not be. It's bad. I got a two of clubs. (laughs) I got an eight of hearts. I got a four of clubs. Okay, so the... So I got a twelve. Okay, the two who got uh, low clubs. Yeah, you just notice, wow, this is a big tree root. And that's it. <laughs> that's your whole thought process. We must, we must be on the right route. Um, mm, oh, makes Zen. sense to me. And Jeff, with your um, high score but hearts, mm. um, you ascertain that um, this is definitely the root of a very large tree, possibly the tree that you are looking for, the life tree. But you have a look around and you don't see any trees. Apart from the the, re- the regular trees that are way down below you at normal ground level. So, this is the only tree I see, or I don't perceive this massive thing as a tree. You definitely see it as part of a tree. Jeffrey says this is part of a tree. But where's its leaves? Um, Jeffrey, thinking quickly, uh, turns his head upside down. <laughs> Yes. The kid doing like the weird backwards seesaw thing. Yeah, sort of looks at a tree and then turns his head real hard and, and just sort of grabs the back of Simon's head. And you know how um, both bird and insect heads are very turny. He yeah. Grabs both of them by the back of the head and turns their heads upside down. <laughs> ah! I can see how it's a tree, or at least part of a tree now. Upside down. Yeah. So. <laughs> The view you're now seeing upside down is that the yeah the sky is the ground, and you are at the base of like a, I guess what would be an inverted trunk, and the regular trees that are way below you, <laughs> forming the forest canopy, are like um, the bottom of a canopy for you, in your new upside down state. <laughs> I found the leaves if we look this way. Oh, it's quite nice, isn't it? <laughs> Not a lot of sky to fly in, though. Not sure I like it. I'd be flying in the ground this way. Here ended the, 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 the ability of me to help with what I've just found out. Parasol <laughs> <laughs> will start spinning around so his body twists himself back so he now is completely upside down. Okay. In this position. Yeah. Ferator, um, it just waits. <laughs> in your spinning, you notice to the north... Um, just briefly you see um like a like light reflecting off something very big and very green but it quickly gets obscured by something dark my inner magpie was speaking oh okay and he sort of pats him on the head with a wing um simon's looking for he's like well if this is where we're supposed to go and we know that we've got the best chance inside the roots. Simon's kind of trying to trace the route to see if he can see any more, to see if he can see like an entrance. 
yeah. of any kind? This spire that you're on is filled with thousands of doors and windows. But are they like me sized? Like Simon sized? Uh, some of them are large enough to squeeze you into, but yeah, these things, these are obviously for smaller creatures, probably the size of um, a mouse or a praying mantis. Mm, yeah. Ferator is going to tap um, Jeffrey on the shoulder and point out the lack of the shiny thing and the shadow coming in in uh, the Jeffrey other direction. Jeffrey is going to then tap Simon uh, on the back of the head and point at the same. Oh. Um, as you, the three of you are all looking at this shadowy thing to the north, um, it becomes clear Three that Stooges moment. <laughs> it becomes clear to you all that it is a very large cluster of flying creatures. Oh no. Ah! Simon goes, yes, 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 but how do we get inside? Do we need to go to the bottom in order to go under? How? We could knock! Ferrothor will immediately run to a door and start knocking frantically on a door. Hello? Uh, the, the doors are just open archways. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you, as you start doing that, you hear like an eagle cry. And it's coming from the south, so behind you. More gigantic adventures coming soon when Jeff and Simon return. The Gigantic Adventures of Jeff and Simon uses the Suited RPG system by Escapebox Games. If you want to learn more about Suited or play it for yourself, head to escapeboxgames.com. We are a proud member of the Podicon Go network, family-friendly shows that are fun for everyone. Visit podicongo.com to learn more about this and other fantastic podcasts. In fact, here's a promo for one of those podcasts now. Hello friends, my name is Jonah Jackson. I'm the Game Master on Quest Company Junior, an actual play RPG podcast that's fun for the whole family. You can join us for fun adventures in our series, Guardians of Greenwood and Postcards Yo, from Pearl. are you talking about me? Oh, uh, hey Pearl, yeah, I was just about to tell oh, him all oh, about I you. I want to help. My name is Pearl, I'm 10 years old, I'm a super cool Pokemon trainer. My best friend is a seal named Sealy. Or, or? I'm exploring the Kanoko region to become the very best, like no no one ever was. Oh, yeah, Kanoko is a brand I'm new region. I'm making a lot of new friends, and I'm trying to take down Team Nasty. Well, those guys are no good. Yeah, they steal Pokemon and turn them into shadow Pokemon. What the heck? Well, if there's anyone who can stop them. It's a 10-year-old who was raised on a cruise ship. Or, or. Okay, Celia and I are going to go train. See you later. Bye, Pearl. If you want to follow Pearl's adventures, check out Quest Company Jr. wherever you get your podcasts. Quest Company Jr., Fun at the table, fun for the family.